Welcome, folks, to episode three of Snap Decisions. Uh, again, I wanted to shout out uh, anybody who may have listened or is listening to the show. Um, I got some awesome uh, compliments on Twitter from some of you. Uh, really, really appreciate that. Um, also, uh, the interactions that uh, that I get uh, on there. Uh, you know, I posted a couple polls. I put some things out for ideas and stuff like that. And for those of you who listen and uh, and have uh, answered those and have given suggestions and stuff like that, again, I, I really, really appreciate you. Um, it uh, it means a lot and. Uh, you know, starting a new thing like this is, uh, it's always a little scary cause you really never know how it's going to work out. Uh, but I gotta say, uh, I'm really, really pleased, uh, that you, that you have listened. Um, and I, I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, this week, a little bit of a, well, a little bit of something new, uh, actually a recommendation, um, from, from someone on Twitter, um, to, uh, again, cause of my comic book background, which I went over in episode one, um, and how long I've been reading them, I, I kind of thought it might be a, a decent idea. I don't know how many of you or how many Snap players out there actually still read comics or do read comic books or pay attention to them. Um, I know a lot of people kind of got away from weekly comics. Um, I, I had a buddy of mine that owned a comic book store. Uh, I used to go to his shop every single week. I'd have my comics put aside that I liked. Um, and I was really reading a lot uh, at, at back then. That was like 90s, 2000s and stuff like that, man. I had like 10, 12, sometimes 15 books a week that I'd be picking up and reading. Um, now the, the comic stores have kind of gone by the wayside a little bit. Uh, his store obviously isn't around anymore. A lot of them have gone online. Um, there is one about maybe 40, 45 minutes from my house, but I really don't get up there. So what I do with mine, a lot of mine are, are digital, obviously. So I, I use, uh, I was using Comixology. Uh, they are now part of Amazon. So I still have my library of, of comics that I picked up over the years on there that I can go back and read anytime. Um, and I also also do get new comics every uh, every week that I read. I don't have nearly as many. Uh, just the you know some of the titles that catch my eye uh, or characters that I really like uh, that that I'll go uh, that I'll uh, that I'll get. <clears throat> but I thought I'd maybe bring that to this show a little bit. And the way I'm going to do it uh, later on in the show, and it'll be the last topic I do, um, is going to I am actually calling it Snap and Comics. Um, very simple, right? Uh, basically, what it is is uh, I'm going to take a card and I'll probably do it. What you know, whenever the cards come out each week. So obviously today is Ms. Marvel. So I'm going to go over a comic book that I read recently uh, that contained Ms. Marvel uh, and and a storyline from there, and just kind of talk about it and, and what they're doing with the character and and so on and so forth. I just kind of thought it'd be a cool thing, especially if you guys don't read the comics and maybe um, if you hear something interesting that uh, you seem to like or the story kind of intrigues you. Uh, maybe you'll go out and support uh, your local comic book stores if they if you still have them close. Uh, always tell people to go and do that if you can. Print media is uh, a, kind of a thing of the past. And, and even comics, you can get them in, sure, Barnes & Noble and big stores like that, bam. Um, but you know, most of the time, the stuff that's in those stores are graphic novels, which is fine if you want to read a big series. Um, but a lot of them are very expensive. Um, you know, 30, 40, 50 bucks compendiums and stuff, depending on where you go and watch. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's cool to read that if, if that's what you like, but you know, if you're still a person who wants to follow the stories every single week, uh, which is, you know, what I do once I get hooked to a story, I kind of want to see it weekly or see what happens weekly. Um, then, you know, obviously go out and support those comic book shops. So, um, you know, maybe, uh, what I talk about will have some interest for you and, uh, you'll want to go and check it out. So that is what I aim to do. And that'll be another part of my show every single week. So, um, so, uh, so far, 
Well, I may as well talk about the new card uh, because it did come out today. I was a little surprised. Uh, I was actually sitting in uh, my in a garage getting my car worked on, and I figured, hey, let me just you know finish up the season, play a little snap while I'm waiting. So I was, and then all of a sudden the season changed, and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> it's not three o'clock. Totally forgot about the clock change, so uh, it is now happening at two. And I was like, I was I was like finishing up a game, and I came out, and it's this like new season, and I'm like, oh damn. I thought I had a little more time, um, but Ms. Marvel has made it out, and it is the new season pass. I did get the season pass. I usually always do. I haven't skipped one yet, so I uh, did get Ms. Mar- Ms. Marvel, and I have had some time to play her uh, in the last, like, maybe three, four hours while I wasn't doing errands and running around doing other stuff. Um, I... I uh, First initial impressions. It's always tough, right, to, to do first impressions. I know the content creators are all you know, trying her out and uh, and playing, uh, you know, uh, with the card. I saw Cozy a little bit ago. Alex, uh, KM Best, I think, is playing with now. Uh, Teddy Ninja was was playing, and everybody's kind of uh, centering around some different decks. They're all they're all using, you know, a lot of uh, what I'm seeing a pattern for is, of course, a lot of ongoing. Um, the one I tried contained Iron Man and uh, uh, Onslaught and uh, a, a bunch of other cards. It, it worked okay. It worked okay. Um, and then I, I tried one in a Dark Hawk deck, uh, messed around with that a little bit. I tried to play that. Um, and, and again, it, it worked okay. My f- initial impressions of the card... Um, First of all, you know, it's just like any other card in Snap. When you don't see it, and, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the games I played, I just never saw her. Um, and, you know, you really can't judge it to begin with. Um, but when I did, um, it's, a, it's a thought-provoking card. You, you do have to kind of really think of what you're doing because um, cards, you know, to get them all and different numbers. So, you know, obviously one, two, three, you know, and different, different, uh, costs in those other lanes, um, that, you know, you really have to keep track of that. It's not always easy. And so, you know, she, a lot of times won't give you that, uh, she won't give you that bonus if you didn't plan that outright and cards can be changed, right? Like someone played a man thing against me, the cards all changed and a lot of them were the same number. Well, that's not going to help anything. I also did notice, and I don't know if this is a glitch or anything, but I had her in a deck with mystique. Um, both times I played mystique, uh, on her, uh, well, never mind. Yeah, that's why, because it caught me. To me. <laughs> I'm like, and I just thought of it now. Well, duh, it, it copies reveal. She doesn't have an unreal. She's ongoing. Um, <laughs> well, at least I thought of it now, right? It didn't make a fool out of myself on my show. Um, and, and whatever it is, if I make a mistake, you know it. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, my initial impressions are it, it's cool. Um, it reminds me of obviously early Mr. Fantastic and similar, except it doesn't have the conditions. What I find is she works a lot better, um, maybe like later game. And also she works very well if you have a space throne because you can only stick one card there. So if you put, you know, you wait till later in the game and you put a card on there, that's, let's say it's a Chavez or it's a something big, like a, like a, a a Thanos or whatever. Um, that's going to get the bonus because it is the only card of its kind there. So the only way that mess up is if you put a, a Jeff in the lane with it. Um, but, but I, that was kind of interesting. So she does give that bonus. Um, so that's a, that's a kind of an easy five, I guess, if, if that, if you run across that scenario, 
Um, I'm going to, obviously there's going to be a lot done and just like any other season pass card, you know, someone will probably find a way to break it, uh, or something like that. Although I don't know, this one seems, um, you know, I heard cozy compare it to, uh, more like Nebula and I kind of would tend to agree, at least from first impressions, it's not a season breaking card. It's not a Elsa. It's not a Loki. And I guess maybe that might be a good thing. Maybe we could just sit back and take a deep breath uh, this month a little bit. Um, and we don't have the meta breaking card that we got uh, the last you know couple of months. So that's my first impressions of the card. Um, She's a cool character. I don't know if you watched her show that they had uh, on on uh, Disney Plus. I actually enjoyed it. I liked the culture uh, in it. I thought the uh, the atmosphere and the colors and everything in it were really really good. I really enjoyed it. And of course, this is coinciding because we have the Marvels. Uh, the new movie is coming out. I believe it's uh, tomorrow actually, or no Thursday. Uh, it releases, and um, so you know, obviously her and and uh, Spectrum and Captain Marvel all all featured in that. Uh, so, of course, you know, they would be doing that for this season to spotlight that film. Um, the, unfortunately, ticket sales for it really aren't doing too well, uh, at least early on. Um, they did put out a last trailer. I think it came out today or yesterday <coughs> with the uh, they called it the Avengers trailer, which was interesting. They had flashbacks of, uh, of Endgame and, and stuff from the Avengers. Um, and so bringing a little bit of that in. So maybe trying to just help spark ticket sales a little bit. They also are there's a very very interesting uh uh spoilers going around out there and i would never spoil anyone because i would never do that to anybody um but there's very very interesting things going on about there about the post credit scene in this film and i think they're trying to get a lot of people to maybe come and see it because of the interest in that scene um, so I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, uh, so early impressions of Captain Marvel. She seems okay. Uh, I, I, you know, fun to play with in certain decks. I don't think she's, again, going to be anywhere near as powerful as, uh, as Loki was or as Elsa was. So, you know, uh, do I think she's going to really have a, a big impression on the meta once it all dies down? Probably not because again, reminds me a little bit of Black Knight where people were playing it to start and then it just died off because they really didn't find much use to it. Now, she'll get more use, you know, Spectrum decks, obviously, um, and other things like that. Play Professor X in a deck and obviously make the lane bigger with him. Things like that. She'll she'll get used for that. Um, but again, I just don't see it being a, a meta-breaking uh, thing unless someone comes out with something that that does. So, moving on. Elsa season. Uh, my likes and dislikes. Well, Elsa's de- Elsa was definitely broken. Uh, man, I can't tell you how many times I got stuff on... Uh, I got her on cloning vats. Um, I, I had four of them out on the board sometimes. I, I had... Uh, oh, my God. It's just sick. Uh, the card was just sick. They did nerf it, but to be honest, it's still out there. People are still using it, and it's still kind of, it's still working pretty well. Uh, she was definitely a, a, a very, an overpowered season pass card, no doubt. Uh, and she's still really good, uh, even with the, uh, the nerf that she took. Um, so my likes and dislikes, well, listen, my number one like about this past season, of course, you, if you've listened to my show, if you've seen the channel on Twitter or my, uh, my, you know, my, uh, my Twitter account and all that stuff, you know, I'm a big man thing fan. So, uh, that was what I 
is most excited about this month is the fact that they're coming out with a Man Thing card and, and released a Man Thing card. Um, and I like him. I like how he how he plays. Um, I have him in a few decks. He works very well in Darkhawk, which is of course a, you know that that's the big one that a lot of you see him in. Um, he works good in Junk. I think Junk's gonna get pretty popular again um, when Annihilus uh, comes out, which could end up being the sleeper big card of this month. Um, a lot of people are saying, well, not too sure. I don't know. I think he's going to be a really strong card. And, uh, you know, in conjunction with Man-Thing and the other junk stuff, I think that could be pretty relevant deck. Um, so it's a wait and see. But um, that's what this season was all about for me, was getting Man-Thing, getting the Man-Thing card. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. Uh, they, I was so looking forward to the Man Thing variant next month in December, uh, the comic book cover card, and they took it away. Oh, I was devastated. Um, they, they put something in its place. Uh, I think it was Iron Lad, if I'm not mistaken, but a card that hasn't really been out for a while. I get it. You know, Man Thing was just released uh, this month, so it would have been... Um, would have been a rather quick, uh, quick turnaround for that. So, uh, but I hope they bring that back at some point, and and they just don't forget about that because I really, really want that. Be literally vault to the top of, of my favorite card probably is that comic book cover man thing variant. So, um, yeah, man thing was great. Um, what else? The werewolf by night was a lot of fun to play. Although for me. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I told you guys what kind of a player of Snap I am. I'm a casual player. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I am an intellectual player because I don't sit there and add up math. I, I don't add up and say, okay, uh, looking at it up the board, almost like a, a mathematics problem or something like that saying, okay, the wolf's going to bounce here. This is going to go there. This is going to, I don't play that way. Uh, so, you know, for me, the werewolf was cool. Um, but you know, to, to try to really intellectually play play him like let's say in the Loki deck or wherever and to determine where he's going to go it's too much too much thought for me <laughs> it's too much thought for me I, I don't want to put that thought into a into a game uh, to be honest with you uh it, it you know it is just for me for recreation and I I don't want to kind of have to do that so uh, so yeah so but but it was a fun card it was a fun card uh, of course Nico ended up I think being uh, a, a surprise to some maybe not so to others um, she slots in a lot of decks uh, because of what she does and yeah you know the randomness of her didn't end up being that bad of a thing i don't think um there's some of the times i i will tell you i got caught a few times when she uh changed the the location um i i, I lost games because she changed the location into something that i would have won and lost because of so that was kind of the worst scenario i think that happened with her but again um, she she was a she was a good card as well so all in all uh, the elsa season listen it was halloween season i got my man card i got the variant i got you know i have two variants for him so uh, for me it's a win-win and uh, and i think a lot of people will probably be satisfied with the season um dislikes well i'll get to that <laughs> i'll get to that uh, i have a section coming up in the show that uh, that i'll talk a little bit about uh, about my dislikes uh, from this season but all in all i think it's uh, it was a pretty fun season so um this this season coming up um, it, it, you know, it looks, it looks okay. It looks okay. Um, I think there's some cards there that really are intriguing. Uh, Gladiator looks like it might find its way into surfer decks. Uh, you know, pulling a card out of someone's deck and just destroying it outright is pretty powerful effect. Um, and also, you know, then getting a bonus. Um, and like I said, Annihilus for junk is, is going to probably be a pretty powerful card. 
Um, and then Martyr. Martyr, I'm not so sure on. That's a little bit of a weird one. You can play it in Shuri because of the, the, the combination with Zero and stuff, but you're already using things in there that are better um, than, than, it, than that. Uh, you could play it in, in decks where you're going to fill lanes, so it won't matter. Uh, but I don't know. You know, her stat line is okay, but there's other cards out there like Ebony Maw, you know, Titania that are just better. So um, I don't know. I, I I would have to say probably for that that one is probably going to be I think the worst one of the season. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Um, so up next, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about variants. Um, man, some of these variants are really really amazing. Like the I, I I don't know about you guys, but the artwork in these cards is just getting better and better and better, and the graphics on them too. Now. I'm, I'm a little funny when it comes to uh, how I split my cards. Um, I tend to kind of keep them all in the same level. Uh, I don't really know why I've done that, but I, I, there's certain borders on the cards that I like and certain ones I don't. Um, obviously, the lower ones, the greens, the blues, uh, the purples, I'm not a big fan of. Um, but uh, I do like the orange. The orange is my favorite one. Um, and so that that's usually what I do now. Almost all my decks are all orange bordered. Um, and, you know, I have some really cool ink splits and stuff that I really like. Um, but I don't just sit on one particular card and just keep going, okay, split it, split it, split it, split it, till I get a gold or till I get a, um, an inked. Now, when I get a lot of credits, um, I'll go through that. And, uh, you know, I, so I did a few, and about two, three weeks ago or so, I have a, an ultimate variant of Electro, which I ended up getting a gold split uh, with the green crackle, which, oh my God, was amazing. How, how could you do better than that? Gold and green for Electro? I mean, perfect, right? And it looks uh, it looks stellar. Um, I got some inked uh, splits as well, uh, which I always like. I like the inked stuff because, you know, again, reminds me more of the comics. Uh, when you, you know, obviously used to see, listen, there were uh, comics that were in black and white. Uh, I, you get up every morning on a Sunday, go read the Sunday paper. Uh, they would have comic strips of superheroes. Spider-Man, uh, I know Superman was there for a little bit. That were just like little strips that were in the funny, they used to call them the funny pages. Uh, and it was just the comic section. And uh, you would read these little strips and they had, you know, superhero strips that were just three little tiny panels uh, in the newspaper in black and white. So I kind of dig that. I uh, I like the ink splits. They're uh, they're they're some of my favorites. I have an ink split of Jeff um, with the white crackle flare, which also looks really cool. Uh, so, but the new variants they're coming out with, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it seems to me like they're making them a little more interactive too. Like when you split them and you get them up to the orange border or the purple border, um, you just really are seeing like a lot of stuff going on in the background of some of these cards. You can see like other character, that the one with Coulson, where you can see kind of Peter Parker was in the background along with uh, Black Widow. You, you know, you, if you look at these and you look at the 3D, you, you'll look up, you look down, you look middle and right, or right and left, and you just see other things back there, which I think is pretty amazing. And, you know, it reminds me of like uh, the hologram type stuff where you were seeing like 3D stuff going on in there. So they're really doing a good job uh, with a lot of these. That said, um, they are expensive, uh, no doubt. And I was listening to, my gosh, I wish I could give credit to them. I, I can't remember the name of the podcast now. I was listening to a podcast today, or uh, yesterday, rather, when I was traveling. Um, and they were talking about the price of variants and how really, um, you know, 
while they said that they'd never, they never tell anybody how and when to spend their money. But, um, you know, variants really are, when you think about it in the game, they're worthless, right? Because all they are is just a skin. It's a skin for a card. And that's exactly what they said on the show. Um, and they're 100% right. It's just the way it looks. And the only people who are ever going to see that are going to be you and the person who you're playing. So it's not, you know, it's not, doesn't affect the card. It doesn't make the card any better or anything like that. And they, you know, and they also went on to say that, um, you know, hopefully maybe somewhere down the road, um, they will have the cards do special stuff, right? Like the ultimate variants. I think they said a while back that the ultimate variants were going to do like different things, you know, maybe make them do that. I hope, I hope they're working on it because again, these variants are, they're not cheap. Uh, they're hard to get sometimes. And, and when people do go the other way to, you know, to, to buy them, to get them, collect them, however it is they do, they, they should kind of be rewarded by it. You know, ha- have one of these that, that does a little something, something, uh, for that, for the money that you're shelling out. But in any case, um, I, I, a lot of them are just really cool. I love the comic book covers. I, I hope they continue to do those. Uh, they will definitely be my favorites in the game. Um, but some of these new ones that I know this month is Peach Momoko. She's uh, amazing. Her, her, her artwork is absolutely fire. Uh, the way she draws and the pastel colors and stuff that she use, uh, uses, um, it's just, it's just fantastic. So, um, but yeah, uh, the, so I want to just talk a little bit about variants. I know there's bundles in there now. Um, the Dracula bundles in there. That one's a little out of my reach. Uh, I, I'm, I'm at the point where now you get into those ones that cost, you know, 60, 70 over that amount of dollars. Um, and you're getting a, you're getting the variant. It really needs to have a lot more. It, it has to have a lot of credits or it has to have a lot of gold or it has to have a lot of tokens in order for it to be anywhere worth it. So the smaller ones, the $9 ones, sure. Um, that, you know, I think there's uh, the Black Widow ones out there now for $9.99. That one I'll pick up, I'm sure. Um, but these other big ones, I just, just find a hard time uh, spending that kind of money on it. I know that a lot of the creators will. Um, Excuse me, I had to take a little drink of water. I know the creators will, um, obviously, because, you know, hey, they uh, they create the game. They want to have all those cards out there to show everybody, which makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, these bigger, bigger bundles, I'm just going to stay away unless it's something I really, really, really want or a character that I really like. So, all right. Let's go to the meat and potatoes of this one. I call this the nerfing. <laughs> The nerfing of Mobius in particular. Uh, I, I titled this section in, uh, on my notes here. The nerfing of Mobius, a Marvel Snap horror film. Um, <laughs> what, a, what, what an uproar this caused. And I can see both sides, right? I can see both sides. Um, I think a lot of us, especially those that have been playing for a little while, tend to kind of, I mean, it's just human nature. We're thinking what's best for us. We're thinking um, about ourselves. We're not necessarily thinking about the people who are maybe series three complete or maybe still in series three and stuff like that. And they're trying to play the the game, right? Um, You know, they're trying to play some of these cars like Mr. Negative or... um, 
you know, uh, or death, um, or, you know, uh, she Hulk, right. And, and it, it, it was taken away, right. It was taken away. Um, all the people who are, you know, up in, up in higher collection levels and stuff like that, they all bought the card or else they got it in a cash, right. Cause everybody was told to get it. It's and that, that's, I think the reason why so many people are up in arms about it, because Everybody told everybody to get it. All the, the creators are saying, get this card. It got such hype around it. It was all on Twitter. It was, it was everywhere. Get this card. This is the card. And then when they went out and did it, and again, you know, for those people who have the credit, I've got 28,000 credits. So I can buy cards. It's not a problem. I have like eight or nine caches saved up. So again, for me, it's not an issue. But there are people who had to save up and save up. They're like, oh my God, I have to get this Mobius card. Saving up their credits, uh, saving up their caches. You know, maybe they, they, they grinded for a month to get four caches, right? And they, and they, they busted them all and they got him. Um, and then all of a sudden here comes the nerf and the nerf, man, it was heavy handed. Um, it was a bad, bad nerf, uh, you know, just really ruined the card. The card is, was, it's unplayable. Sure. Yeah. You can play it as a, you could play it as an on reveal, but I, and I know some people were on turn five into turn six. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's nowhere near what it was. Uh, so I could totally see both sides. I could see the people who are upset about it. And I could see the people who were like, well, what are you going to do? You know, it, it was too strong. And it was, like I said, I agree on both sides. It, it was shutting down a, quite a good number of decks. You, you'll notice, and I was playing it today. I was playing Sheenon. You you couldn't play that. Uh, you could not play Sheenon because of the, you know, you're not getting the discounted She-Hulk. Um, you know, if you were playing Destroy or you're playing something else, like you're playing Galactus and you want a death in there, nope, you're not, you're not getting that. Uh, the Wave and stuff like that. Now, Wave was reworked as well. Um, but Wave, I think, is actually not bad, at, you know, being a 3-5 and now you can kind of get more than one card out. I think that's actually better. Um, but uh, the Mobius controversy... Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of words spread about it. It was all over the socials, people going back and forth um, with their opinions on it. And uh, ultimately, when it comes down to it, um, we're getting a change. So they are reverting it back to its former, uh, you know, the, the wording on the card, the formerly the, the, the wording that it had before, um, and, but they are making it a 3-3. So little bit more cost, uh, but the same wording on the card that it had before. So technically, and they did come out and say uh, that they realized that this was a mistake, that they should have never done it. In fact, I'm going to pull it up right here. I did take a photo of this and it says, um, da, 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 da. I think I had it anyway. Maybe I don't Now This was just Glenn's response. Um, Updating any card text other than the numerals requires location into other. Oh no, this is this is something new. This is different actually. This is kind of cool. This came out today. Um, this is some sort of new um, technology that Glenn talked about uh, that we that that they haven't. He said change relies on brand new technology. This was the Mobius change we haven't used in the live client yet. We're glad to hopefully have gained this oper the capability, and we're not sure how often we'll use it. For now, we're planning to continue OTAs as usual. So they they have a new way, I guess, of, of changing a card. 
uh, where it's not just a power and cost change and uh, some new technology that they're using. So that's exciting. Uh, maybe, you know, if they, if they really need to, to put that into play, maybe they will start to do that um, at some point. So, um, but again, this was a big topic of discussion. I know <clears throat> I'm in a lot of groups. Uh, I am in a couple of Facebook groups for Snap and um, obviously on Twitter and, and all the other socials. Um, a lot of people saying, oh, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm not playing this game anymore. I really, you know, lost a lot of tokens. I, I, you know, grinded to get it and now it's nerfed. The card's dead. Well, obviously, of course, now they'll be back. <laughs> so good news for them. Um, you'll be able to come back and play your Mobius again because it is getting fixed. I'm, I'm kind of just glad they reacted to it. Um, and, and you also had that thing come up that people were saying, well, it's just not a good look. Um, because he had that big bundle, right? They, they, that's something that they normally didn't do. Um, they really never had bundles that necessarily had the, you know, the card that they had just come out with that you can get for tokens. It was kind of unusual to see that. And it was, of course, him on the, on the jet ski. And if you're watching Loki, by the way, you'll know now why uh, they have the card with him on the jet ski um, after episode uh, five, which, by the way, Loki's fantastic. If you're not watching it, it's very, very good. And the last episode, the final episode, is this coming week so it's in two days on thursday um if you're watching it it's a must see if you're not really check it out it's the best marvel thing i've seen in a while and uh it's it's it, excellent it's very good i think i know where they're going with it um and and also for this episode stay after the credits because supposedly there's going to be some big stuff uh, that's going to be done on that post credits for loki so uh, just a little side note there but um but yeah uh, I, I'm glad they reacted to it. I'm glad they saw that the fans were, and that's what they were saying. There was such, a, you know, a lot, so much backlash, um, people talking about it and uh, unhappy with it and stuff like this. I'm glad that they reacted. I'm glad they'll be able to react to it quickly. Um, and hopefully, you know, everybody will be, uh, be a little bit beyond it. But going forward, um, I can't say how I would fix this. I, You know... We have to have nerfs sometimes when stuff happens like with Zabu, right? It has to be done. Like people are clamoring for that because, you know, at that point in time, they weren't able to do them quickly and they were waiting and waiting and waiting because the meta was awful. And so, you know, you want to have that ability to do that. But yet on the other hand, you know, you, you don't always want it to be a quick trigger finger on it either uh, because that could present... And it present a lot of issues that way. So uh, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of a thing. I don't envy them because I don't know how they're going to go about changing it. I, I really I really don't. I don't know how they're going to change it or, or how they're going to keep up with it or how they're going to make everyone happy. It's a, you know, you can't please everyone. It's just, you just, you just can't. People are going to be unhappy with things, no matter what you do, uh, no matter what, you know, how fair you think it might be, someone else is not going to think it is just how it is. So, um, I don't envy them with it. Um, it's, it's a very unique, this is what makes Ma uh, snap unique as far as a card game. Um, it's, it's unlike, sorry about the drink again. It's unlike magic or other, you know, bigger card games where you're getting huge sets, right? Where, you don't see that nerf for for a long time. Cards don't get nerfed for months. 
uh, let alone, you know, week. So they don't have that amount of cards in their set. So they're constantly changing and they're, and they're trying to keep up with the meta. I, now I know people are complaining about that. Uh, well, well, you know, I don't want the meta constantly changing. Uh, I, I don't want to be forced into playing Loki or to feel like I'm forced into playing, uh, you know, whatever the, the card might be, Elsa. I want to be able to just play what I want to play. Well, <clears throat> sadly, I don't know that necessarily if that's, you know, if that's an issue that you're having, whether Snap may be the game for you to play, because I do think they're going to just continue this. I do think they're going to they're, they're gonna kind of play with the meta. They're going to put these cards out that they're hoping that are going to change the meta and that are people playing with the cards from the season pass and, uh, and you know, and things like that. I, I think that's going to continue. So if that's not something you enjoy, um, you may need to look elsewhere. You may need to look at other, um, you know, at, at, at other games, uh, maybe with more uh, higher card collection or something like that so that um, you can get more of what you're looking for. So, but yeah, um, that's it for that. Uh, it was just a big, huge thing that I just saw out there uh, every single day. Uh, people were talking about it, about whether or not, you know, oh my God, I'm not coming back unless they fix it. Uh, I, I'm just glad it's fixed. And I'm glad they reverted it back. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, fortunately, uh, Quinjet and Loki will be gone again. Uh, unfortunately, uh, so will Death and uh, She-Not and, and other things like this. So it is a trade-off. So just keep that in mind. You know, yep, you got what you wanted um, if you didn't like it. But now it is going to be a little limited again. You're, you're, you know, if you were a negative fan or if you were a fan of any of those other decks that really needed those cards to be reduced, um, it's not going to be the case because once he comes back, he's going to be everywhere again. And uh, that it's just how it goes. Um, so it's, you know, so yeah. So uh, again, like I said, damned if you do and damned if you don't, there really isn't an easy way. So, all right. Um, again, uh, I went over this a little bit earlier. Um, and of course, uh, this was season's preview, of course, the Marvels. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, managed to get a little bit of time uh, to play with the card. Now, last couple of podcasts, I, I had to record in the uh, in early afternoon. So I wasn't able to play the season pass card but because it came out so early. And I'm doing this a little bit later this week. I was able to play it. So that's kind of cool. I uh, was able to give some first impressions on what I thought of Ms. Marvel. And, uh, and I did that earlier in the show. Um, the other card uh, that, I'm, that I'm really excited for, though, is Annihilus. And that's because of my boy man thing. I, I think he's just going to combo really well uh, with him and with, uh, with the junk decks, with Debris and, and with Viper, obviously with Sentry. I mean, could you imagine playing a Sentry and then um, having Annihilus shift that minus 10 void over to their side of the board? That's, that's a swing of 17 points. That's huge in a game, huge. Um, and so I think what you're going to see with Annihilus is you're going to see a lot of people maybe going to decks where they're going to be able to play quick cards because rather than kind of sitting there, like uh, I've been playing a ramp deck, uh, a Sandman deck, actually, the last uh, few days before the season ended. And yes, it had Galactus. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, 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 you know, where you run into problems, I, and I was getting buried by like um, uh, bounce decks because they're constantly plugging down stuff, right? You can't slow them down unless you get that wave in Sandman, and then even then, they may already have too much stuff out for you to uh, to do it. And then when you, if you're playing them in Conquest, they know you have it. They're gonna slam it down even faster. 
Um, and so, um, it's, you know, so I, I think that, that people are going to do that when, when, if Annihilus gets to be part of the meta, then people are going to really revert to maybe playing like maybe even zoo decks, decks that get that one, two, three, four and, and stuff bounce for sure that get that stuff out on the board as fast as possible, get that in there. And then you, so you don't have to worry about all those rocks coming your way, all that other stuff coming your way, the void coming your way, everything else coming over to your side of the board and plugging up your side of the board for a man thing, which can then hit it for even, even more negative stuff. Maybe the hazmat, uh, and Luke Cage as well. So, um, uh, but I'm, I'm excited for Annihilus. I, I think that's going to be a lot of fun and gladiator should be kind of fun too. That's just going to be, I'm, I'm, I, I'm probably going to like the animation for that, I would imagine. You know, when he comes out, and uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but just have him grab the card. Oh, maybe like Spider-Man 2099 just grabs that other card, just boom, and just destroys it. Uh, so I think that'll be pretty cool. But otherwise, this season... I don't know if it's going to be as exciting as the Halloween one. It's definitely, I don't think, going to be as meta-breaking as the Halloween one. Uh, so, and I, I really looking forward to December. I kind of don't see that in December either. There's a, there's a couple really, really good cards. Uh, Firestar looks tremendous, um, but, uh, but other than that, I think we're. I think they're kind of calming down a bit. I'm excited for January because that is one of my favorite reads, uh, comic books over the, the past like 15, 20 years is World War Hulk. Fantastic. If you haven't read it, uh, so good. World War Hulk and Planet Hulk, uh, two amazing stories. If they would ever do those in movies. Now I know that the rights to the Incredible Hulk are back with Marvel, which is tremendous. They That took forever because they were owned by a different movie company for the longest time. It may have been Paramount. Um, but they now have the rights to do films now with Solo Hulk because you saw Hulk, of course, you know, in the Mark Ruffalo. Uh, but he was never able to be in a movie by himself or a standalone film. So they can do that now. And now there are rumors that we may be getting Planet Hulk. Um, and you're going to see the Planet Hulk Marvel Snap uh, season pass in January. And that looks like it's a lot of fun. Uh, just big characters, a Batery Bill. Uh, people have been clamoring for that. And you get Stormbreaker uh, with the card. So that's awesome, right? Um, and, and, you know, you're getting Scar and stuff like that. So that that's, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I like the ones that are, that are big event comic book themed. I, I think that's really, really cool. So, all right. Well, at this point in the podcast, um, this is where I said I'm going to do my new section of the show, which is called Snap and Comics. Now, now first of all, just to <clears throat> kind of start this off a little bit, um, I'm gonna I'll just give you some of the um, some of the titles that I'm reading right now um, in my. Um, that, that are in my app. Like I said, I do get my books from Comixology. Um, it's an, it's an Amazon app and it's basically a store where you can go and, and check it out and you can buy like, you know, weekly comics, you can buy graphic novels and all that kind of stuff. And they go right on my old iPad here, uh, which is really, really cool. So if I look in my library, um, and, and you can see like all your series right now, I am reading, um, amazing Spider-Man, which I kind of don't think I've stopped reading amazing Spider-Man for a long time. I've, I've been reading that book forever. Uh, the new Dr. Strange, which just started over at number one, uh, very good. The arts tremendous, the new daredevil, which they started over at number one. Uh, also very, very good. Love daredevil is, is very dark for a little while. Um, I had to pick up, um, the incredible Hulk number four, which, uh, you see, a, you see a theme here. They started over at number one. <laughs> uh, but he fought my, my boy. The man thing was in the comic book, which was awesome. Uh, I'm a star Wars fan. So I was reading Darth Vader, um, and also the regular star Wars title. 
And, uh, you know, looking down at my list, I was a big Walking Dead fan. Have all of the comics from when Walking Dead started. Um, A lot of Batman stuff. uh, The Joker. um, Let's see. Some DC here, which we won't talk about because this is Marvel Snap. Uh, But, yeah, just... I'm just a big lover of, uh, of comics. Uh, some of the stories and the artists are just absolutely tremendous. Um, and if you know, if you ever have any questions, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I'm an expert. Uh, I don't own a comic book store or anything like that. But I, I have read a lot, a lot, a lot of comic series over the years. And that's why I really love um, the movies now that are coming out. The, the, for me, able to see Infinity War play itself out on the screen was, oh my God, just an amazing feeling for me to see that. Um, uh, you know, when I was a child growing up, uh, my first superhero movie was Chris Reeve's Superman. Uh, of course, um, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman then came along shortly after that. I just love this stuff. I, I really love it um, because I never thought I'd see it. Uh, so it's just tremendous. Um, and, and seeing all these big Marvel events uh, come up on the screen is just absolutely amazing. So, that said, we're going to dig into Sp- amazing. This is Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 26. I got to give the guys credit. Wells, uh, Romita Jr., Hannah, and, and Men- Mains. Mains? Uh, the title for this was called One Shall Fall. And I'm not going to go into the entire backstory. It was, a se- it was an ending of a long story where Spider-Man was being attacked uh, basically by a, a character that they had referred to in the past. They sometimes do that, a, a character that they bring in uh, that you haven't heard from uh, in a long time. But this guy was, uh, for lack of a better term, he was a god. He, he was possessed by uh, a, a god and, and was pretty much able to just kind of do whatever he wants. A very, very difficult villain, obviously, to beat. Um, and Spider-Man was having to travel he actually got. He actually ended up uh, with Norman Osborn's help. By the way, he's working in a lab now. Peter Parker is with his old enemy, uh, the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, who had all of the Goblin stuff ripped from him uh, by the Red Goblin, or the, not. I'm sorry, not Red Goblin, but the Goblin Queen uh, took his powers away from him with a scepter that Craven the Hunter had, and that was, you know, that it sucked all the badness basically out of him. So he's no longer bad. So he's, you know, kind of helping Peter at this point um and uh mary jane is is with the whole thing started off with this big mystery about mary jane being with another guy and having children well how the hell did this happen and when they last left it off you know spider-man and her was still together and all this other stuff well this all happened because of this this god guy because they were going um she ended up going into traveling through time uh, and ended up and ended up stuck in there and peter had to go and get her or, uh, and 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 try to get her out and by that time she had basically lived another life she was in there for you know the equivalent of our time was different there and she lived another life she met this man there she had children and and so her entire life changed so that's a little bit of the backstory ms marvel where she fits into this story is is she's also working in the same lab that peter is so peter comes to start to know her and of course she is younger and stuff like that little older than she was on the tv show i would say she's probably in her 20s ish when she's working in the lab but peter gets to know her very well and she ends up finding out of course that he's spider-man so um so basically they in this in this issue um, this is the the finale basically of this entire fight so new york is under attack 
by uh, this god, and uh, Norman Osborn is riding on a glider, kind of like the goblin, but he's got it all decked out in gold, uh, and Ms. Marvel is, is in the picture as well. Uh, so Ms. Marvel is, is uh, way up, by the way, way up uh, is the name of the god, and, uh, and what he wants to have happen is to be born, uh, reborn, uh, the god of death. That, that's what his whole, uh, his whole thing is in this comic book. Um, and you know, of course, Spider-Man upset with him because he, he ruined his life. He, he, you know, Mary Jane is no longer with him because of this guy and, and, and doing what he did. Um, so now he has to kill someone with this blade in order to become a, a, a God totally, right? He has to, he has to kill someone. So, uh, what ends up happening is they, of course, a big fight scene all through Manhattan. Um, and, uh, you know, and at this point, uh, Mary Jane kind of gets in the way a little bit. You see some backstory, uh, but Mary Jane gets in the way and it, it comes out to a point in the story where, uh, Mary Jane now, now in this, in this thing, Mary Jane wears this technology where she does have she doesn't really give her powers. She's more almost kind of like an Iron Man type of character where she uses some bracelets and things to use this technology from the far future that she was in uh, to try to, it's almost like, it's not really a superhero, but but she's got almost like these wrist bracelets that kind of, you know, shoot out uh, beams of, of, uh, of energy and stuff like that. So um, the Fantastic Four got involved in this too a little bit. So, so many people just trying to fight this guy off. And then... Um, after this big humongous battle with all the heroes it ends up Spider-Man and him. Um, and then, you know, toward the very end, uh, Mary Jane again is, is still in, in the fray. Uh, they have this little scene where, uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, is, is the only one protecting her at this point. Um, they're in a back alley and, uh, and then you see a scene, um, toward the end of the book where Mary Jane is stabbed through, uh, by the sword of, uh, of way up. And so, you know, it, you know, you just see it, it, it all stands still. Mary Jane is stabbed through and then she just falls. Spider-Man, of course, sees it, comes over. The God thinks he completed his ceremony. Um, and then, of course, Peter, you know, is devastated, thinks that thinks she's dead. Um, and it turns out that it wasn't who he had to stab Mary Jane in order to get this power. And it wasn't Mary Jane. It turns out that they, it was a trick. And who it was, was Ms. Marvel. She basically is, it was able to use her powers uh, to pose as Mary Jane, that he would see her as Mary Jane. And she was the one who took the blade uh, through the heart. So Ms. Marvel at the end, um, where the Fantastic Four is there, Norman Osborn's there, Peter, of course, is there. Um, and, um, you know... So that's when she kind of confesses that she knew that he was Spider-Man at the end. And then uh, Kamala basically dies uh, in Peter Parker's arms. Uh, so it was, uh, was, you know, Mary Jane, of course, very upset uh, because she did that for her. And, and then the end of the book um, is basically just a very heartfelt scene where you see Peter kind of holding the, the dead body of Ms. Marvel. Um, and, of course, Invisible uh, Woman is there with uh, Thing, Johnny Storm, uh, Mary Jane and her husband, and, of course, Norman Osborn in the scene at the, at the very end of the book. So, and that's kind of where they left it off. It did uh, go into another comic, uh, and this was, a you know, Marvel Universe more. Kamala Khan, uh, Fallen Friend, The Death of Ms. Marvel, uh, number one. Uh, so that came out as well, but it didn't last, guys. So fear not. Uh, the book kind of was a little controversial. A lot of people kind of didn't like it uh, that they did it, but you know comics, right? Uh, superheroes die. Uh, they never die forever. Uh, the only comic book character, and I can't really even say it because 
the most devastating comic book death ever to me was Gwen Stacy. Um, when Gwen died in the comics in like 1970, 77 or 78, I want to say, I had the book uh, when I was reading it, I was devastated because you you really never saw that uh, back then. Now and then, nowadays it's done a lot. Um, they you know remember when in the in the 90s they killed Superman. Oh my God, what a big deal that was. Um, of course, he came back. Uh, so no <laughs> one stays dead. Um, and Ms. Marvel didn't stay dead long at all. Basically, they explained it off as being like her energy uh, was able to save her, and she she just came back. Yeah, so really wasn't a you know very climatic thing, but um, it basically what it did was if you're a Ms. Marvel fan. It spun her off into another series of her own. So she now started over, kind of like they did. Like I said, you could sense a theme. Uh, they do that in comics a lot too, where they'll get to a certain point in books, and they've gone. You know, some of these have gone. Amazing Spider-Man has been around since I, like I said, since I was a little boy. Uh, so it's been around for years. That title was up to like nine hundred and something, or a huge, huge amount of books. Uh, but they, a lot of times they do kind of restart and and they start things over and stuff like that. And, and that's what they did with Ms. Marvel. Um, and I think they're taking a lot of cues from the Disney Plus series. Uh, the comic seems a little bit more fair, uh, family oriented. Um, you know, a lot of lot of backstory from her uh, and uh, and and things like that. And the colors are a little bit different as well. So I think they took a, a cue from the series on Marvel, which I said by the way, if you haven't seen it, um, it is very good. It is very good. I know a lot of people said, oh, this is it's you know it's childish. She's a teenager. Yeah, it is. You know, but I, I'm I'm an older guy. I have kids. Um, I had, you know, one of mine is still in her teens. Uh, so, and, and I and really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a really good series. I loved the music. I loved the energy. I loved the family culture uh, in, in the movie. I, like I said, I love the colors. I love how they used the graphics in the background. Like when they were texting each other on the phones, you would see the texts go across like the sides of buildings and stuff. And they were, t- I, I just, re- I just really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. As far as the movie, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Um, movies that I like to go and see now from Marvel, uh, the villain has to grab me. The villain has to grab me. Um, if they don't, it's 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 usually a rough, rough watch for me or else I, I usually maybe skip it um, and then I see it when it comes on Disney+. Plus. I don't know what I'm going to do with this one yet. Um, I'm intrigued by that post credit scene, though. I will say that. I will say that, um, but I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, the last few Marvel movies, uh, I didn't, I didn't even get to see Guardians uh, on the on the screen. I, I actually watched it from home. Uh, Guardians was really good, of course, High Evolutionary, and then um, Ant Man and Quantumania. Ant Man Quantumania, I did go to the movies to see because I figured it would look really good on a big screen, and it did uh, with the colors and with the backgrounds and stuff and where they were in the uh, in the quantum realm. Uh, it did look really good, and of course, Kang. I, I wanted to see that mostly because. Again, the villain draws me in, and uh, you know, so I wanted to see that mostly because of Kang. So, and uh, and it was okay. It was okay. Uh, a lot of people are kind of banging on Marvel a little bit, uh, saying that it's gotten a little stale. It's stuff like that. But I would tell you to stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, if you want a little suggestion about somebody really cool to watch on YouTube, uh, he does a great job with stuff, especially Marvel stuff. Uh, the channel is called Emergency Awesome. 
Uh, I watch him. He is awesome, by the way. I watch him all the time. Uh, he'll do reviews of, like, he's been doing reviews of Loki. Uh, when a new trailer comes out, he reviews that. The Echo trailer just came out. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen, I know the card's not great, but if you haven't seen the Echo trailer, man, go watch it. It looks amazing. The Kingpin is all over it, uh, and it looks brutal. That, like, there's a scene where the Kingpin beats the snot out of some dude. It is rated R, too, by the way, which Marvel, everybody's saying, Marvel's not going to do R-rated content. That's not true. They certainly are. Uh, in fact, Disney's going to complete a thing where they buy out Hulu. When that happens, don't be surprised if some of that stuff that's a little more mature gets put on that channel. Uh, Blade has just been said that it, when it does get put out, if it ever does, uh, it is going to be rated R as well. So they're going a little bit more back to like the roots of those old Netflix series where they're going to let them be a little more violent. And I'm kind of liking it. And I'm also kind of hoping uh, that they do that with the upcoming Daredevil series. That has to be completely redone and rewritten. So um, so yeah, uh, really for the rest of this year, I think all we have on TV is going to be the uh, season two of what if um I think comes out in December and then Echo uh, is Echo's going to actually drop all six episodes right up front so there's no waiting there's no weekly wait for them it's just dropping and that's I think coming out in January so always new Marvel content and uh, and I think it's going to start to get really really fun uh, Deadpool 3 Deadpool 3 is going to make bank going to make bank um, that's it. if the stuff that I've that I've that I've heard uh, if any of that comes true, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, and what a time to be a Marvel Snap player when that comes about, because they'll have a, I'm sure they'll have a month dedicated to Deadpool. Uh, so many people love Deadpool, and so many people love Destroy. I'm seeing so many Destroy decks out there again. It's insane. I've had to put armor in so many decks. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Destroy. I'm really not. There's some decks in this game I really don't like. But I, I you know what? Maybe... I'm going to segue. I'm going to segue into that because I'm coming up on my hour here. I'm going to segue into that. I, you know what? Yeah, that sounds like a topic, you know? I think I'm going to, on my next episode, so next week, I think I'm going to do the decks that I hate the most. The decks that I hate the most. The ones that I can't, if someone plays one against me, I either leave the game or I, I, I'll i play it out, but then I know I'm going to get mad because I'm, I, you know, if I get beat by it, I'm going to be really upset. Um, but you know, the, the, those, those few decks that I hate somebody play, I won't give it away, but someone played one of them against me today in proving grounds. Ugh. why are you playing decks in proving grounds that are, that are like, why, why would you play? Like for instance, Shuri Sauron, why would you play that in the damn proving grounds? Why? <laughs> why? I don't get it. What the hell is so important about the proving grounds other than getting a couple tickets? I, I just I just don't get it. It happens way more often than not. But anyway, uh, I'm going to talk more about that next week. So one of the topics next week will be my most hated decks of Marvel Snap. I don't know if anybody's ever done that kind of a thing before, but hey, someone has to. So I'm going to come out and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to tell you what decks I really, really, really cannot stand to play. So that's next week, along with another comic episode or a comic as well. Uh, next week's card... Who is next week? Is next week Gladiator? Um, okay, Gladiator. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll find a book that I've got that has Gladiator in it. So I will, uh, I will refer a comic book to you next week again, just like I did this week in the next uh, all the shows uh, of of Gladiator, and maybe see what you can uh, you can find out about him uh, in the comics. So. 
Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. People are telling me they liked it, uh, giving me kudos. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Uh, people are saying that they liked some of the, the different things that I do, and, and that means a lot as well. It's hard to pick up something like this and do stuff that's new that hasn't already been done several times over. So I hope it is a little different. I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all, and I will see you again next Tuesday for the next episode of Snap Decisions. Have a great week in Marvel Snap, guys. Enjoy the new card, and I'll talk to you soon.